You're listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guests this week are the brothers Leon and Stefan Hi. Sadler. Uh, Stefan. Stefan. <laughs> I don't know why I said Stefan. It's just Leon and Stefan. It's just like there's like this flow there. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> um, both in the UK, um, their main most recent release is DNA Failure, uh, British Weapon Comics. Uh, from uh, Picture Box Books, as well as uh, Famicom, Famicom Express. Express, and that's uh, both of you do that together. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. There's a separation of duties. Leon does have feelings on the internet with that, I think. Yeah, and Stafford usually like tells me how to improve it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Their work you may have seen in uh, other anthologies, like uh, the most recent Kramer's Ergot. Uh, Leon has a uh, story in that. Uh, Mold Map uh, 1. Leon has a story in that. Mold Map 2. Uh, and I'm the editor of that as well. You're the editor of that. And, uh, Frost from Landfill Editions. It's a, it's a very pretty book, and I'm going to ask a bunch of questions about that as well, because uh, I, I quite like it. And most recently, off the press, uh, Leon is in that the uh, CF edited um, micro anthology is that a good way of putting it? Yeah, magazine, comic magazine. But it's so small. Yeah, um, Stefan was going to be in it as well. Yeah, but I wasn't. But then he didn't. <laughs> Uh, some of Stefan's comics, uh, Dinner Plates, I think that's one of your most recent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. as well as, uh, was it Windows, and, 
a couple other books I have on my thing, but I forgot the names of. Um, there's a lot of different things. You guys kind of... I don't know, this is kind of indicative of the British scene you're in, or the UK scene you're in. There's no of, UK scene. Pardon? There's no UK scene. <laughs> there's no UK scene. Um, there's got to be something there. I mean... But, yeah, I would have thought. But, yeah. Like I see some peers. Like I know you're in uh, the Decadence comics that Lando oh, yeah, yeah, put yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, Lando's amazing. He's uh, like the best comic artist in the UK. I uh, he sent me uh like a stack of Decadence stuff last year, and it's pretty pretty phenomenal, really beautiful looking work. Um, whereabouts in the UK are you guys? You're not near each other though, right? No. About two hours away. Yeah, I'm in London at the moment. I'm in the Midlands. Now, where did you guys grow up? In Loughborough. And, um, how old are you guys? I'm, I'm 25. 29. You're, 20, yeah. you're, you're 29? Yeah. Okay. And, kind of, growing up, I've never really interviewed comic artist siblings together, so bear with me as I ask kind of questions together. Um, <laughs> I'm curious, uh, like, looking at your work, um, you're both... Actually, I find it very strikingly different uh, the type of work you guys are creating with uh, Leon. You're a lot more kind of freer and open, and, and Stefan's more... Cartoony. Yeah, you're a lot more cartoony, um, and it seems like you're a lot more... Um, kind of expressive and quick to draw and Stefan seems more like kind of controlled and yeah elaborate. he's a lot harder than me I do what? you work a lot harder than me no yeah well yeah probably <laughs> um so were you guys drawing together when you were growing up? yeah yeah, yeah I think so Late. were you kind of interested in comics or kind of different art stuff I'm curious, like, kind of where do you guys get from to come here? Because you're not really directly, really complete comics folks. Yeah. Um, comics, I think. Um, we like street art. <laughs> and um, just drawing and stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I never really bought that many comics or anything when I was little. No, we didn't really. There's not, yeah, we didn't really read comics. Did that Sonic the comic? Yeah, <laughs> I realised that earlier. Robin, I um, I was thinking about comics, and every week I used to buy a comic called Sonic the Comic, but um, I never considered it as a comic. I don't even know what it is. It's is that like, Sonic the Hedgehog? like a Sega magazine, and it oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog comics, and like comics about uh, Sega characters. Mm. Because it's really big, like a magazine format. Um, it's just like children's comic. Mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with the video game known as Sonic the Hedgehog. It's, yeah. uh, it, it took a good chunk of my childhood away from me. Okay. Um, um, so your kind of regular art practice then isn't really predominantly comics. Yeah, it is. It is. Who, who's that director? That, sorry. Uh, yeah. I kind of am wondering with both of you, like, 
um, kind of developing as artists, was comics uh, a direction you want to go in, or was it different types of work? Yeah, I've I've only really ever done just comics. Um, I don't really draw outside of that. Um, but I think Leon does like more drawings uh, uh, um, outside of books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done loads and loads of drawing and painting and stuff like that, but I don't really want to do that much anymore. I just want to do comics. I was looking through, and you have a lot of work in the uh, Nazi Knife anthologies. Yeah, that's really good. I like doing stuff for that. Now that one, that most of that says very non-comics, but it kind of works with your other stuff, I guess. Yeah, I think... Um, that's like a connection to, to a sort of scene, I suppose, in, like that zine stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I really, really like doing stuff for that, and it's helped me think a lot about putting books together and things. Um, and... Um, I don't really want to do it much. Well, I want to do stuff for things like Nazi Night still, but um, I want to focus more on just comics now because I'm quite quite bored of just doing drawings and things. It's not enough, really. What is it with the immediacy of the like the way you draw comics that you feel kind of fulfilled by? What in, in drawing? Yeah. Um. Well, I think drawings are just a distraction, really. Um. Because, you know, you get, like, a build-up and you want to build up of energy or whatever and you want to do loads of drawing. But I think now I'm going to save that for doing comics instead of just doing loads of drawings instead because it means I, I want to do more. Um, yeah, I think I'm just... I've done all the drawing that I've wanted to do now and I've done loads of loads of images and stuff. And I think I've, I'm quite satisfied now that that's all... I've done all the images, I made all the images that I want to make, and next, well, I want to make bigger, bigger images, like big, bigger, more ambitious images, but um, I think it's better to save that energy and just do comics instead, because the more and more things I see, the more all I'm interested in is comics now. And so what brought about um, the the picture box books, the DNA failure. I don't know really. Yeah, that was quite a few years ago, wasn't it, when Dan said about that? It took us a long, long, long time to make it. Didn't it? I think, yeah, because I mean that must have come out of your drawings more than your comics, I suppose. Because I think yeah, it was just I, originally just our student too. Uh, I don't know, because he was always saying about doing a Famicom book. But yeah. like, I don't know. Famicom stuff's weird, like, um, I think that was, like, just wanting to do comics more than anything mm. helped us make that book. And it just took us ages and ages, because we couldn't decide what to do, and we've hardly got any time ourselves anyway, so, like, it takes us a long time to get anything done anyway. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I just wanted to say thank you very much to Dan Nadell, because he's supported us a lot, and he's his money into us, which is really weird, and he always is like, he's really positive, and, he, and I think without his support, I think we'd be really fucked, so I'm really, really glad, thanks Dan Nadell, I hope you can listen to this and uh, feel that we're grateful to you. Yeah. British Weapon Comics is a pretty bold statement to call it. 
Oh yeah, that that was like this idea from a few years ago. I wanted to do like um sort of uh Well that's what uh, we're gonna call Fabric Express. Yeah. And we just want I wanted to do like a um a thing called British Weapon. Um but that never really materialised, so that just that came like a subtitle, just a bit of a joke really, I think. Yeah, we're gonna make a uh, like a science fiction magazine or something like we talked about that loads and then we didn't do it. But uh, I I thought we were gonna do like a two thousand AD type thing. Yeah. But then we never did it. <laughs> I mean that's that would have been that's quite zeitgeist, I suppose now. So I don't know. It may maybe it's good that we've never done it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's better to just to do our own thing, not reference too much stuff. Now you mentioned it took quite a while to get that book together, but you've also been pretty prolific with Famicom Express. It doesn't seem like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seems like it would take ages. Yeah. Was it uh, something specific you guys wanted to do with this book? Um, no, I just think it, it, the ideas that we were sort of coming out with weren't that um, sort of cohesive because there was three. There's three of us like drawing stories for it, so we wanted it to like make sense as a whole story. I think um, that was what that, Dan wanted. That, so that, no, I just no, think like as a sort of joint project. Yeah, because I think he wanted us to just to do anything, and then. Um, we thought like, what's what what would what would be we most want to read? I think we just want to read like really strong, entertaining comics. So that's what we decided to make. Yeah, and also we just had to like sort of so to in the end, it Leon sort of started off the whole thing, came up with the characters, and then me and Jan sort of took a while to kind of build on that. I think, and then that's sort of when it got, then you done some more at the end. Yeah, and I think were we was that when we were all reading the Gormenga stuff. Uh, so we were all excited about that. I think I just read that Bruegel book. Oh yeah, no, I gave you that Bruegel book. Did I? Yeah, I just drew like the characters and the backgrounds from that. Yeah, we were just really all. I think we were all at the same time interested in this similar feeling or uh, setting or something. So that so, helped. Yeah. So we all kind of, you know, we all love it so much. We all, we all did comics like that. I was wondering about that because there is definite cohesiveness between the three of you throughout the book, as far as like setting. But we all share the same interests. And I think it's well, yeah, the kind of, um, sort of the kind of dialogue and stuff is probably something that links our work together. With John as well. Did yeah, you? John, were you kind of like futuristic stuff, and uh, and then he does like medieval stuff, and I think like because it was we were still we weren't decided on whether it was set in the past or whatever, but I think like it's 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 a science fiction comic, even though you know it's just like fantasy fantasy stuff. It's it's completely invented and. It just happens to be that's what they're dressed, that's the clothes that they're dressed in. And uh, I think it's quite timeless, isn't it? Well, it's not a specific sort of detail, I don't think. Mm -hmm. I am really curious about kind of the worlds that you set your stories in. 
um, or kind of the setting that you create. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, uh, especially with your work, Leon, like, it's this, like, kind of very kind of in-the-moment, kind of very action-y oriented work. Um, mm. It's very, like, pop, 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 pop. Um, yeah, high energy. Yeah. I think somewhere, actually, you guys uh, for Famicom uh, write about uh, high-energy cartooning. Oh, where did oh. you see that? I forget. It was somewhere... It was, like, I, I remember on the Pixbox thing, Dan wrote something about being, like, a hardcore action cartoonist, and I thought that was good. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't know, like, if he was just writing that um, just to be, like, a bit blurby or whether that was based on anything in particular. But I think, like, this specific phrase was something you guys used somewhere on the website, I think, on the Famicom website. Oh, right. Or it might be on Leon's website linking to Famicom. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering what that means to you, high-energy cartooning. Oh, I just... Let me just go on the website now. Well, Leon's just like that um, hyperactive person, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, when he's when he's drawing, he, like, moves around loads and stuff. Yeah, I, walk, I get up and walk around the table quite a lot. <laughs> 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 and I have a big uh, brush... <laughs> really <big> <laughs> <laughs> um, I, oh no, I actually, Rob, I've just gone on my website and I've seen where you pictured that quote from. Famicom Express Generation 2 focus on publishing comic books characterized by high energy cartooning, antagonist attitude, and reflective vision. So that's, that's where you've seen it. That's a, it's a bold mission statement. Well, we just think, like everything's so boring. <laughs> like we well, yeah, sorry, that's there. I've written in big letters, don't diss any, anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's better It's better to con be constructive, I think. Yeah, be positive and constructive. When you were growing up, um, Stefan, uh, looking at what Leon was drawing, was he always kind of drawing quickly like this, like kind of um. energetic? Not, uh, I, I mean, you can s sort of see a development of it, I think. Um, I remember, like, I, uh, especially when, when I was quite young, like, Leon would draw, like, lines very, like, neat, like, um, press quite hard in that, and I couldn't do that. So yeah, he'd just, I've like, he'd draw, like, a, a leg or something, and it'd, it'd be, like, quite a strong line. Um, whereas I was that, kind of, like, more sketchy, like, biro stuff, I think. But then it's sort of swapped around now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think because um, I was it was dead graphics stuff the stuff I was doing, and uh, I remember when S Stefan started doing loads of drawing, his stuff was way more silly and dead loose and like really ugly. He was drawing just the most stupid things, and it made me feel like, oh, why am I doing this like cool stuff? I want to do stupid stuff, and then it became more looser. I don't know, yeah. Now, the, the comic I'm working on at the moment now is um, really carefully drawn. Like, I did, the one I did for Off the Press, I did it all in pencil first, and then I drew it in pen, and then that's the type of style that I'm doing the new one in. Which is That's how I used to do it. I cleaner. Do, I draw Not it cleaner. In, in pencil first. 
But when Stefan draws in pencil, he presses down hard, really, really hard. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then when he goes to rub it all out, it le- it's the right mess, so we have to clean it for ages on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, when... Because I use, like... I can't remember why, but at school they said, like, if you use, like, a really hard pencil, it's easier to rub out. But I think that's, like, I'm still using really hard pencil, like, mechanical pencil, but it's, like, a, a bastard to rub out. And, like, if, if you do it, if you have to rub out really hard, it, like, rips the paper and stuff. <laughs> you could use thicker paper. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> hey, Rob, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Because, you know, you're interviewing all these comic people and stuff. Did you ever try to make comics yourself? No. Actually, be- I can't draw worth a damn. Um, it's just, I'm not that kind of creative uh, person. Because I find it quite hard to understand like when people are dead interested in something but they don't do it themselves. Like I'm not that's not supposed to be like a diss or anything but I just wonder like <laughs> how, can you, how can you be so interested in it? I don't get it. Because I like looking at comics but because I like making them myself and then I like looking at them but I don't really understand I don't know, sorry. <laughs> Um, no, it's okay. I mean, I just, I like reading comics. I really enjoy it, and I don't know. We, we all have our, uh, our interests. Yours is making them, and mine's reading them. Um, mm. I don't know. Yeah, not everyone's like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Leo. That's Leo. Not, not <laughs> well, yeah. listen to this. I've, um... I've been struggling since end of last year to come to terms with when you get really interested in something, you don't actually have to try and make it yourself, mm-hmm. which has really helped me loads with making comics. Like, um, I really like some manga, and then I have a go at trying to make manga, and it looks really stupid, and it's really crap. And, uh, what, like growing Japanese manga? Yeah. Japanese comics. Well, no, just like adventurous, like, science fiction stuff. Or like Lando things, like when I seen his, and then I was like, oh, I want to make science fiction comics as well. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. uh, I wanted to make, uh, like, a sportswear label. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make loads of, like, sports clothes, because I was, like, really interested in it. And then, um, and yeah, it's been, like, such a stupid waste of time. But uh, that's, Robin, that helps explain why uh, I don't want to do as much drawing and painting anymore. I don't feel like I have to do it anymore. What is it about something that excites you to draw? Like, that's that's really interesting that you read a manga and then you want to try and draw something that style. Um, do you... It wasn't really the style, it's just like the kind of the the amount of ideas that it covers. Do you know what I mean? They get to get through really quickly. It takes like so long to draw that stuff that you probably just get impatient and don't want to finish yeah. it. <coughs> yeah. Because that stuff's like so so technical probably takes ages to draw. Or you have to be really good. Yeah, I think that's it as well. Have a room full of assistants. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But also like do they do manga artists like do they have it as their job or something? Well they I would have thought so, yeah. Yeah. But there are like manga artists who who would have assistants. Um, lots of the bigger ones. 
what have. And plus, like, loads of people on the internet can draw that good stuff, but um, they don't. They just probably do it for for a hobby or something. Yeah. Um, how about uh, what you have going on right now, kind of with the the American folks? Because, like, I don't know. Have you guys been over to no the United States? Because it seems. My- our cousins lived in yeah, Canada. We went there. Went there when, yeah, a long time ago. It's too expensive. It is. Well, it's plane ticket. Yeah. 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 But like, I want to go. I'd like to go to that thing, that graphics thing in uh, Brooklyn one day. It's fun because I think you could we could sell quite a lot of comics there. How did you guys get involved with uh, CF and Noel Freebert? And some of those uh, oh, East Coast no. guys. Is that through Dan? No, I think uh, I think because I probably wrote like CF. I really like. <laughs> I really go there. <laughs> but then I don't know. I don't know. It just was unnatural. Cause, uh, I think it's just a mutual appreciation, and I think Noel, he thinks like I'm his friend or something, just because I've done some comics for his like anthology. It's really really. <laughs> Like, oh, do something for my anthology and now we're friends. It's weird. <laughs> well, I yeah, that was that. Had you done an interview with him before when he was talking about Leon, I think? Yeah. Yeah, and he was saying we're friends. And it's like, I'm not even in the same country. We don't go to the pub or anything. <laughs> well, you know, when you do see him, you'll have to go to, for a drink then. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, make that, make that happen. Um, that, sounds, that sounds really like negative, though. Yeah, no, I it's not negative. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> um, with CF, there's something interesting going on because I see, like, you guys kind of bouncing work off each other. Like, I'm looking at one of your comics, and then I've also I've been getting CF's mini-comics he's been doing. And, like, I see, like, you guys using the same characters in some of them. Oh, really? Well, you mentioned... Make, one of your comics makes a mention of Frel... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's been doing well, these Frel comics. Yeah, I don't know. We don't really email each other that much. But um, I um, think we're... It's kind of unsolicited, sort of, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not like I say, oh, now you make one about my girl. Like, I'll make one about your guy. <laughs> I think it's just uh, zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to do more stuff with him, but um, he's so busy, and uh, we were going to, I think, I don't know. Well, I think that that's the, that's the sort of bad thing, is that like any sort of delay in um, like communication kind of can like stop things from happening, I think, a little bit. Yeah, it can shut things down completely. Like, well, can you remember, Robin, ages ago you said, oh, can, can you be on Instagram? And we're like, it took us ages to do it, didn't it? It took uh, a couple of months. Um... Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's the communication problem. Actually, that was just a month and a half ago. It wasn't too bad. But, like with comics, if you don't do it straight away, it dies immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like the high-energy side of things, I think. That's the, the yeah. high-energy cartooning? Yeah, that's just when you when you do it, when you, like, uh, when you when you want it to, get it to get it, like, finished straight away. Are you I, think, yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's that. I, I as soon as I start a project, I kind of want it to be over as quick as I can, even if it's like a really long thing. 
so I'll just like um, try and do it as quickly as possible. Otherwise, I'll just like let it um, sort of die. No, is that how it is for you, Leon? Like you're kind of almost ADD and just having to like do comics, do comics, do comics, and just have it done. No, no actually, the opposite. Like um, my most recent comic I published, Antarctic Seal. I started that about seven or eight years ago, and uh, it just didn't come together properly for a long time. Now and with DNA failure, most of that was just like ideas for comics that I wrote down really quickly in pencil, and then put them to one side for ages, and then strung them together as best as I could to try and make a story. What are the kind of undercurrents in both your books? both your works um like pencil underneath it no uh ideas <laughs> is uh a lot of violence um like i was looking at uh stefan's um dinner plates and, oh yeah and even the the other story you were doing i don't know what the name of it is with the guy who kind of goes into his astral projection oh the um yeah i forgot what it's called police works or Windows. Yeah, and that's pretty pretty violent too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, mate, that's, that's just like. Um, isn't it? Well, it's uh, it's like um, I get a kind of aggressive um, catharsis, I suppose, or something. Yeah, and um, like it's dead. Po I think it's really positive, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, it, I think it's it's sort of funny the the sort of overly violent stuff. I think, and it's it's kind of like a That's nice sort of point in the story, I suppose. Yeah, and it's really entertaining, and it's like it's really good. Like, so that kind of negative energy is really entertaining, and it's you can get a lot from like it's really fun to read and stuff. I. That's I, what so popular because they're violent, aren't they, Robin? What? Comics. Comics. comics can be pretty violent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's good to draw. You get to like. I think I think that violence is like really interesting. Well, yeah, no. I mean, it's because it, you could replace it with sort of like, um, you know, I don't really draw like sexy stuff. I think, but it, you could you could replace it with that as well, I suppose. I think I'm <laughs> 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 about about violence, couldn't you? Pardon? There's a lot. Of there's a lot of interesting things that you can say about violence. Yeah, I think it kind of speaks to a general uh, human condition, without trying to sound too pretentious. Well, um, that's the thing. I think it's more it's more <laughs> death than violence, actually, to pinpoint it. I yeah. think using death, death as, as a sort of story uh, focus is kind of what I'm into. Yeah, and I think like I, I think I'd like to, my comics to be more violent, but I, mm, it's it's definitely like the best thing, one of the best things to make comics about. It's definitely right. like because I think what we, what inspires me and Stefan quite a lot is like uh, negativity. <laughs> <laughs> well, like sadness. In sadness, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. I think yeah, in general, like uh, sort of sad stuff. Make, but you can like make make that entertaining. And it's kind of like a good way, um, like making a story. I don't know. 
Mm. The other thing I was kind of noticing is there's this like weird kind of I don't want to say religious undercurrent in the stuff, but like yeah. you have characters so, praying. That violent stuff again, Robin. So, oh yeah, I think like because us, oh, I think it's the most fun thing to do. I think would be to like smash things into pieces or like you know, there's those are things that you can't do in real life. And then you just do a comic about it. It's well really good. <laughs> well, like killing people. Well, not killing people, like, smack, like, you know when you want to, like, throw something really high in the air or, like, uh, kick something really hard or something like that? Like, I think that energy goes into the comments that we make. It's, like, it's really fun, but you can't. It's, it's kind of stupid, but it's really fun. Yeah. I think that goes with the catharsis that uh, Stefan mentioned. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but this is the thing, like, it's so frustrating. I think I find the whole process so frustrating that I end up getting, like, wound up just by trying to draw stuff. I think, like, um, that I find, I'd probably find it easier to, like, kick, kick a bin than, like, um, draw a comic about kicking a bin. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But, like, that, that is, it's just such a funny subject to make comics about. Yeah. Because it's endless. Like, there's so much material there. And, like, Oh, if you draw a comic about someone kicking over a bin in like a car with this specific cartoony way, then that's quite funny. And yeah, then like yeah, yeah, yeah. the way that you distance yourself as like a writer from like that energy and making a comic about something as silly as kicking a bin. There's so yeah. many different ways of doing it. It's really fun. Like there's so much potential, and it's just it's just so entertaining as well. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what was the religious thing? Yeah, your question that sounded really good. So, I'm, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Then that's okay. We're it sounded like a good one. So yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious about the the use of religion in your work. And it's not any kind of specific religion, but just the fact that like there's a lot of prayer in some of Leon's comics, and uh, there's a big thing about going into heaven in Stefan's comics. Um, I think I mean that's that's just like another. Because of Christians, isn't it, Stephen? Uh, not really. Well, I don't. Was I? I think <laughs> I was christened. <laughs> I've got a christening name. <laughs> um, I I really like. I, well, yeah. I mean, it's a good question, but it's quite hard to answer. I think. Um, I like people. Yeah. It's uh. Let me think for a sec. I don't know. I can say, like, shall I say some stuff while you have a think for Yeah. Okay. Well, Robin, I think that, like, religion is really interesting because I, I, the idea of all, like, gathering in one place and, like, really, like, singing as strong as you can and, like, being surrounded by loads of really strong voices and, like, praying and, like, you know, feeling really, really good and feeling really powerful by that mm-hmm. is, like, interesting. But, like, really, if you've got, like, a rational mind, it's really weird and like it's not possible to be religious because like you have to like forget everything you know about the world and forget about like how horrible life is and then just like pretend that it's not real and like I think but then like you can try and pray and try and like feel like there's a God but uh, and I think that's really interesting to make comments about because that's what you're doing, like, when you're making, creating new stuff, you're, like, really trying hard to believe in something, like, or, like, 
change things. You're trying to like make your life better or like, but instead like lonely without God or something. Mm-hmm. I I'm quite into just like the sort of quite middle like Christian viewpoint. I think like just trying to be like a good person and trying to like be constructive and 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 like um, not necessarily actually believe in what you're talking about. I think there's something in that that, that on the whole is quite a good force. I don't know, but I think like religion is quite a nasty thing. That's why I use it. Yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah, it's really like. It's, it's, it's it, super it's like morbid. Yeah. It's like it's the same. It's the same. It's just the death thing. I think. Is it kind of go with the violence? Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. a bit. It's a bit more sort of solemn, and it's a bit more like um, heavier. So I think it's probably comes from the same places. The violence stuff. Yeah, and you can kind of make yourself your comics or your like ideas seem more weighty, or you can kind of force <laughs> this like false like like it makes it seem like you know it's really thoughtful or like it's really considered. And you, and you can you can. <laughs> you can really easily like transform your work by just putting like God into it. Like it's yeah. a really good tool for making your stuff more interesting because as soon as well, you I remember God in, it's, it goes mad. I can't remember. I was talking to about the, the Silent Hill thing, but I remember reading. Cause I never played it, but I, I reading the Wikipedia about Silent Hill, and it was how it was about like um, bringing um, God to Earth or something through this like dimension or something. And I, that, I made a comic about that, like, um, just the idea of, like, putting God in, like, on Earth, I think is quite good. I don't know, that's quite funny. Just the the ridiculousness oh, of it, or... Yeah, I think that's... Conceptual? It's, yeah, it's really, like, um, sort of, like, nas- nasty, um, that it would, I don't know, be sort of ridiculous. <laughs> Did you read much Old Testament? No. It gets pretty violent. Does it? Yeah. I've read, yeah, I mean, I've read stuff like, um, nothing out of the Bible, really, directly. Old like, Testament. I like, I like, like, Bosch and all that sort of stuff. Old Testament God is a big old angry God. It's, it's yeah, entertaining. But what about other gods? I don't know. Well, there's loads of more stuff to find out about. There we go. <laughs> um, now, Leon, I'm really curious uh, about Mold Map. Um, I even realised about Mold Map because Hugh isn't here to, to like. You can, st- you can talk. Uh, you can talk on his behalf, though. There we go. Yeah. You can pretend to be him. Uh huh. Okay. Well, um, we've both got quite different ideas about it as well. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll try. And I try and, and, and like, I squash his ideas, and then like, he 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 has those ideas, and then I I always end up squashing them. That's how we make it so, isn't it? Yeah, that's how. It's a bold book. Um, the first, the first first one uh, when it came out was quite striking and the second one it's I don't even know how to quite process it okay I mean it's great they're fantastic but I'm curious like as far as like uh, what you guys had intentions as like these big visuals 
uh, objects. Well, I know that Hugh really wanted to make an anthology, and I was like, well, there's loads of fucking anthologies. Like, if we do it, if, you, if you're going to make an anthology, you should do it like a really good one, because there's so many anthologies that just have no, like, editorial vision, or, like, no fucking... Just, like, idea about, like, trying to make a strong book. They just put anything in it. And I thought, we've got to just, like, choose everyone really carefully. And that's it, really. You just choose the people that you're going to put in it. Like, considering, like, you know their work. You know what their work is about. So you say, like, oh, this person makes work about this. And this is, like, the theme. So, like, this is how it looks. And then you think about, oh, this artist is like this. So if we put them next to each other, what effect, effect does it have? And then that's just how you make the book, I think. It's just like really considering the artist that you're and having a lot of respect for the artist that you're putting it in it. Mm. And like seeing what you can do to kind of bring out what they're the best what they're best at doing. And like at the same time just put together a strong book really. And the visual aesthetic's very specific too. Yes, that's that was a very specific decision. Did you kind of choose artists that would work well knowing kind of the color schemes you were going for? Or did you just kind of give them the color scheme and hope they can do something with it? The first one only had two colors, so that was something that they had to consider when they were making their work. And then the second one is a bit weird and hard to talk about. Um, but it wasn't like we were trying to dictate what their work is going to look like. It's just like these are some rules to stick just to kind of help you. Why don't you describe to listeners kind of the look of the second one of just like kind of the bold color choice. It's not possible. <laughs> Isn't it all fluorescent? No, it's, it's got two fluorescent colors and two instead of using CMYK we used instead of cyan we used like a more teal color. Instead of magenta we used like a, a nice purple, and then instead of yellow, we used fluorescent yellow. Instead of black, we used another fluorescent colour. Wasn't that purple instead of black? Oh yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe it was, yeah. It's purple instead of black, and pink and fluorescent pink instead of magenta. But it was, it was just because you never get the chance to print in these colours. You never see like it was more just to do the print process, and I think we went a bit over the top, like thinking, oh, let's just do whatever we want or something and uh, I think I think on reflection maybe the first one is more solid like it's more focused um, but then the second one's really wacky and wild and like shiny that's what we said we wanted to make like a really shiny super glossy magazine type book um, and now we're like working on the third one it's really hard <laughs> <laughs> why don't you make it's it like a, a brown We've made something, now we've got to respond to it. Now we've got to take responsibility for it. And then, like, in, like, a timeline, whatever, we've got to say, well, how do you follow that? What do you do next? And that's, like, that's why it's good making books, because every time you make a book, you don't have to follow it with the next one. Otherwise, it's going to be the last book you've ever made. So you have to always... It keeps you from pushing... It keeps you pushing forward, and, like, that's how you get better at stuff, I think. When you have, like, embarrassment about something you've done before, or, like, you can see loads of faults in something you've done, then you do the next one. And that's, like, motivation, isn't it, Robin? Even in your personal work, um, printing is very important, it seems. Um, mm. like, 
it's you kind of choose your paper specific well I only think maybe that it looks seems like that because other people don't think about it enough. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, 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 like when you make a book, you think about what paper you're going to print it on. Yeah. Well, it's like because I've got, I guess, like I've got very like awareness of like materials, and I'm really interested in graphic design, and well, not really, but um, I'm just you know, you just be sensitive to what things look like, and then. Like with DNA failure, it's 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 printed that way, like because it was decided that that's how it's going to be, not because like uh, like it, it looks shit, but like that's the decision we made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was going to be like on, on like green or something before. Yeah, it was going to be on thinner greener paper, but I think it wasn't possible at the end. But um, like. You have to think about all this stuff, otherwise you're just going to make it another crap comic. You have to, like, reading a book or, like, buying a book is, like, an experience, isn't it? So you just have to, like, have awareness of, like, physical properties or something, or, like, oh, if it's on newsprint, like, it fits, it, it's, it, you, you're, you're referring to, like, something else that's printed on newsprint, or if you, you do it like in this size, you're referring to this book that didn't size or something. You're, you're fitting yourself into like the history because that's with books and anything printed, there's a massive history to it. Mm-hmm. And like everyone experiences it. So by like choosing I think like, like you can kind of manipulate it and it's just packaging really. I think at the same time, like p- people probably looking at something don't really care that much as well. But it, it does add to like. The, the sort of legacy of like the the stuff that we put out, I think. Yeah, all have a bit of a thing. I I do I I totally get what you're saying though, like how um, when you do say something in a certain format, it it you know someone's gonna have it on their shelves and it's gonna be next to X Y and Z books, and so yeah. it's kind of like how how does it fit in with contemporary works. Yeah, or exactly, or if you want to, like, distance yourself from things. Mm-hmm. Like, if, <laughs> Stefan's really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> the way he print, printed dinner plates is really good at that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that's on, like, dead thin glossy paper with our, our uh, inkjet printer, rather gel than... Sp- ink, gel sprinter. Gel, gel sprinter, rather than being, like, rice craft on sort of thick Tell me about the gel printer. I was reading about it a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah, because you mentioned having it, and I'm like, well, what is it? Because <laughs> every, everyone's using wristographs <laughs> now. Well, yeah, it's because we put it in, in the name. And that. Yeah, it's the next thing along from wristographs. Because everyone's stuck on booming, like, oh, I love wristographs, oh, booming it. Um, and, like, gel, gel printing is the next level. It's just, like, a, quite a good... <laughs> It's like, it's like, um, it's just, it's cheap, um, what's it called? Cheap ink, or? Uh, oh, what's it, that laser jet stuff. It's okay. like laser jet, but it's not as expensive. And it's quite carbon neutral, and the inks are like soy based. Mm. This is it. It uses less energy, um, it's a, and it's, um, it's a very interesting, type of machine to use. So are they not recent creations? 
Like I think they're very new. Oh, okay. I, I don't think know. It's technology innovation. I think Leon's being funny. <laughs> <laughs> Are you messing with me, Leon? I, th I think it's just like it was quite a cheap um, printer to buy, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's really cheap to run and, and stuff. You can get a lot out of it. There we go. That's that's the polite it, way of putting it, it. This is the thing. When you try and print black, it comes out like faded, like grey. Is that the the Chub comic? Was that printed on the on the gel? Oh no, that was printed. <laughs> that was a job I had. Uh, there was a photocopy that I uh, had to like sleep using secret. But that Chub comic's just like piece of trash. Really. It's not worth thinking about at all. But um, I just because I hadn't put, made anything in ages, and I had this paper that I wanted to use up. And I had this comic that I couldn't resolve. I was just like, oh, well, I'll just print it really quickly and then not do many of them, and then I don't have to think about it anymore. And the paper's used up. Yeah, exactly. They were cut out of uh, sketchbooks from, like, um, a, a skip. There was, like, a private school that I used to walk past every day, and there was a skip full of sketchbooks. So I took all the paper out of them, all the sketchbooks. I've got loads of their drawings still. They really used to... <laughs> So, what are you guys working on in the future? What What are we going to see coming out from the um, from the Sadler brothers? Um, well, cause I've, I've, since like last summer, I did, I've not really drawn anything, but I just started the other day drawing the new dinner plates comic. Because I think for because like for a while I thought, oh, that's like some, something sort of different. But I think that I might just do another thing like that. Because that was like just fun to make. I I really enjoyed reading it. I thought it was a fun comic. Thanks. That's the, more people should read it. It's really... I know Stefan is, like, quite humble, but it's the best, most fully mental comic I've read in so long. It's really mental. And, like, so... I don't know. I think people... I don't know. <laughs> it's, well, got, it's, it's quite nasty, like, covering stuff. It's not meant to look very nice. I think that's... Yeah, if you that, saw it in a shop, you'd have to be really taking, like, a leap of faith to buy it. Like, but that's the best thing, isn't it? Because that's what that's what you that's you want to like find something and feel like you've discovered something, or like you know think, oh, I took a chance and now I'm being rewarded. Now the the concept of the book, it's like, and it, I don't want to use the term furry, but I'm going to use the term furry. Yeah, um, I think it's, it's, it's a that's furry. Fine. <laughs> Why? I mean, I'm, I'm not nothing. furry or nothing. Um, but I think I tried to access that word a little bit. Well, actually, yeah, it says starring Fur Gastro, so, you know, right there, I guess, yes, kind it's of... It's a fur character. Yes. Exactly. Um, it's very <laughs> I think, because, like, if we've, it's like with the manga stuff, like, that's, like, ten, tends to be drawn in, like, a manga way, and I can't actually draw like that. So I think, even though I sort of attempted that, it still comes out as something different. Did you try reading any Critters or any other furry comics? Um... I looked at, at some like web comics because um, I was going to do it as a web comic to start with, but um, then I just I don't like going on a website. I don't really like websites. So I thought that might be a waste of energy. But you, Stefan, you were really into like boring stuff. No, well, it's like it's about like a chef, so I thought it'd be funny to kind of make them eat each other and things like that. <laughs> it was. This is like Maybe a really old idea as well. This is like an idea I had about ten years ago or something. 
And I still, I pretty much kept all the details in that I came up with to start with. Um, it's more important to make comics about furries than it is to make comics about like. Don't say don't nothing know. negative. <laughs> Sorry, but do you know what I mean? As a reference point to like a, a point of inspiration, it's very now. You know what I mean? We uh, some friends of like mine, some some uh, cartoonist friends of mine and I were almost uh, going to make a furry anthology. We we got very very close to doing it. Yeah, I think that would work. I mean, it's not like I'm attacking furries or anything. I think they uh, there's some there's some details and stuff that you can put in, and I think it's those kind of details that make it quite fun making drawing comics. So like you can draw like a shop in the background that references like being for animals or something I mean it's like you can kind of you can be a bit I don't know <laughs> you can subvert you can subvert the human world by putting loads of references to animals like also, you can put paw, paw prints on like, stuff it scares off people who are like only like looking at nice stuff as well do you know what I mean well, that's what, like, the one that I made before that I thought I'd drawn like quite a nice cover and that sort of pissed me off so I wanted the next yeah. one to have like horrible looking cover. Because <laughs> people think like, I don't know, Stefan can talk about that. Well, you, you can, it, it's interesting how you can really, uh, when you're doing a story like that with these like anthropomorphic characters and if you play with their kind of animal characteristics, you yeah, have yeah, a lot of fun. Totally. It's, it's really, I mean, that's the only reason I think I did it because it was fun to draw it. I, I'm not really trying, I'm like, it'd be, it'd be a shame to kind of make a comic that was like having a go at furries or or having a go at manga or anything like that. I think No, I think there's uh you'd be surprised by the uh the folks out there that are uh fans of furry comics. I think there's uh I can yeah. I, I have, like I said, we, we, we were very close to actually doing a furry anthology but just did not have the time <laughs> to yeah. put it out. Um I don't know why I'm mentioning that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would as well, yeah. Now, what what do you have coming out in the next while, Leon? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm doing a comic about fairies. <laughs> what? Because I, I love dinner plates so much, I started doing like a, a rival comic for dinner plates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then I lost loads of it. I've lost. So I'm kind of not sure. I'm half gonna. I'm giving up on it. But um, I lost loads of the pencil work, and um, I'm not sure if I can remember it again or if it's worth it. But I wrote loads of really good jokes, so I'm quite gutted about it. Yeah, that's um, the thing. It's all the jokes that you can put in, isn't it? Yeah, I won't be able to think of them again. And they were really. I was really, really excited about it. And then the stuff that I'm like the stuff that I've got left. Is the stuff that's less exciting, so I don't know if I'm gonna. I mean, I spent a long time of time on it, but I think like Stefan, like I'm not just gonna put it out. I don't know. I've got a, I don't know, but it's I've, <laughs> I'm really excited about the way it's drawn. That's the most. That's the funniest thing for me because I've taken on a lot of. You know, I think mine is less like a furry comic and more like you know the tradition of like underground comics is to do you know like in mm -hmm. heavy metal or whatever there's those comics about rap rap guys and stuff i think it's more along those kind of lines it's like um you know and i was just thinking what like it's just like teenager comics like that. and 
I thought it would be more fun to draw like clothes that teenagers wear and stuff like that. Like um, I went to Manchester and there was like uh, loads of teenagers had really mad coloured hair and like they were so they clothes were so much more complicated and like advanced than when we were teenagers. And I just thought, oh, that's I want to make comics about these guys. I wonder what 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 they're like or something. So. I'm doing that, and then I've just done one for Next Decadence, which is almost finished. Which nice. is about, you know, Decadence comics, the best uh, comics anthology in the UK by Lando, um, and it's about a princess <laughs> that lives on a planet and looks after flowers. It's very um, nice stuff. And also, the work on the new mold map. Hopefully, we're going to try and make that as good as we can. Um, and just trying to like not get distracted by making zines and stuff like that and just trying, I've got a couple of exhibitions coming up but um, it's such a distraction like the comics are the best, best, most best thing you can make and as soon as you start making something else you see how, how like crappy it like oh drawings are boring, paintings are boring you can see like I don't know, they're the most rewarding thing you can do because they're so hard to do <laughs> and like can really, um, you know, you have to be really good at drawing and you, and you have to, well not be good at drawing but like you have to be really considerate of like how you're drawing stuff mm -hmm. uh, and you have to be really, you have to really consider what you're making a comic about and like how you're going to say that and stuff and there's so much that is like difficult that it's really good to try really hard and make something that's really good. Well, no matter what it is, I'm excited to see what you guys come up with. It's, uh, there's something... Okay. Uh, Hopefully we'll this interview will get us a bit more, uh, more people can visit our website and buy our books, please. There we go. Uh, there's usually a quite a long delay between when you order it and when you get it, because um, they go to post office once a week. And it's also got to cross the ocean. Yeah, and, like, we make it all by hand and stuff. It's like... You know, it's not like buying a comic from the shop or like, you know, that's made professionally. When you buy buying this stuff, you have to consider that like someone's got to take time out of their life to make it. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's a good input. Mm. So and, uh, webs what's the website for folks to check out? www.pharmaconx. You say it's all seven. There we go. Well, thank you both for uh, joining me this, uh, I guess, evening for you and morning for me. Um, yeah. Sorry for being so silly and sorry for talking over yourself. It's alright. En France, une femme meurt tous les deux jours et demi sous les coups de son compagnon. Mettez fin au cycle de la violence. Appelez le 
solid grit Quark de Vinichon